All right, should we get to our sexy story this week? Ladies, gentlemen, you cannot unsuck that dick. (laughs) It was hot. It was really quite something. (laughs) Do you like when someone else makes me moan? Do not show up looking like you slept in your clothes. In your car. There is nothing sexier than getting railed by two dudes at the same time. I'll just say that. We had a jam-packed week last week, including an incredibly unique play session we're going to be talking about today. So we're going to get to all of that very soon. But first, we want to say a thank you to Cassidy.com for sponsoring this episode of Front Porch Swingers. Cassidy is a lifestyle site and a fantastic place to go to meet other lifestyle people. Whether you're wanting to meet one-on-one, two-on-two, one-on-two, or in a group, you will be able to do so at Cassidy. One of the things we really love is seeing the rendezvous pop up on Cassidy, especially when people come here to Vegas. They want to meet with a group of other lifestylers, see if they click, go out for a drink, uh, just do some other Vegas fun with like-minded people. When you throw up that rendezvous, it's kind of like a bat signal to all the sexy people in whatever area you're in. And that's just one way you can connect with people on Cassidy. And you can try it free for 30 days when you head on over to frontporchswingers.com and click on the Cassidy banner at the bottom of the homepage. Again, that's a whole month of free Cassidy when you go to frontporchswingers.com and click on the Cassidy banner today. And I do want to say, on another on a side note, I should say, in conjunction with how amazing Cassidy is as a lifestyle performer, there are some companies out there in this space like them who genuinely give a fuck about what's going on and doing the right thing. Yeah. Let me just say that. Yeah. We don't need to go any further. They literally. <laughs> that was very ominous of you to say and then not explain. <laughs> well, too much to explain. Reach out to us privately. We'll we'll do a little bit of a better job explaining. But the bottom line is, when it's time to do the right thing, some people do it and some people don't, and they fucking do it. Yeah. So, absolutely. Jump on over there. Check them out. So we had a crazy week last week, both personally and professionally. That shit crazy. It really started with you being naughty. You have been having kind of a weekly session with our lovely lady friend who is part of the couple that we just adore here in the Vegas area. Yes, very fortunate I am to have such a play partner on a routine basis. Yeah, she texts you and asks you over all the time. I told you, you need to start asking her over, though. Well, and you said that to me yesterday because you know how fucking terrible I am at that, as does she. And no sooner 10 minutes maybe after you said that to me she texted me yeah i was like hey what are you doing tuesday at one o'clock in the afternoon i'm like i guess i'm gonna be rolling around naked with you it sounds like <laughs> so that's happening so that, so yeah this tuesday i will once again I'll be seeing her which is amazing yeah. So how's that been going? I mean, obviously, it's been several weeks now that you guys have been playing, and I'm assuming it's just amping up every time. It is. And you know how it goes for me. Once I start getting really comfortable with somebody, things get much, much easier, and it's just become smoother and more seamless and, and more fun. And then I, I think a little bit more of my personality probably starts to come out. And I can tell that based on like the questions that she'll ask me or the conversations that we'll have post-coitus. So, yeah, I think it's definitely... Post-coitus? Uh, what are you, a freaking biologist or something? Uh, just, you know, <laughs> it, it's the fucking English language. Anyway, I, I just... After you bang. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah. You're just, you know, you're just too much sometimes. <laughs> 
Yeah, I think that based on the conversations that we have, one could ascertain that I'm much more comfortable uh, as time goes on, for sure. I can just tell even by the way you talk about her, which is very cool to see. Well, just also... About her and your play sessions, I should say. Well, also keep in mind, right, we just had dinner with a bunch of our uh, friends here a couple nights ago. A lot of them that were, that were at BFF and our, fr- our couple friends that we're talking about right now who weren't there. But we were at dinner. There was, I think, nine of us, and we met a new friend as well. And she and I were sitting next to each other. She was kind of at the head of the table to the right. I was to her left. And then of course you were to my left and she and I were talking. And of course, just a few days prior to that, we had seen each other and played, but our conversations are getting far more friendly and comfortable just to have general, you know, just general chat. Familiar. You're much more familiar with each other. Yeah. It doesn't yeah. even matter the, the, the subject matter. It, it really is just more like, you know, talking to a very close friend who you just happen to be naked with, you know, on a regular basis. Well, that's what we look for in the lifestyle period. So I'm so glad yeah. that you guys are developing that. Well, that's why I just love these people in general. They're awesome for that reason. We can have sex, do all the naughty stuff, and then just go out to dinner with another group of friends. And no one in the fucking room of 400 people in this restaurant would have any idea that all of us have seen each other naked at some point. So should we touch on that night a little bit? Yeah, it was. Yeah, listen, it was fun. For me, it was fun and it was busy, but it was more fun for me because you got to leave with them and play while I had some meetings to go to. Uh, So I got to think about that while I was, you know, doing my thing. This wraps up our relationship perfectly. Brian has two business meetings late at night. We're in Vegas, so keep in mind, nine o'clock and ten thirty in the evening meetings are not unusual here. Not at all. So you went and did that while I went and fucked. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) You you left with three people, went and had fun uh, while I went and worked at nine o'clock till like fucking midnight or something. You are such the adult in this relationship and I am such the hedonist. And there was a little part of me that felt a tiny bit guilty that I was having super hot sex with super hot people while you were working. Since when do you feel guilty about having sex? I didn't. Well, I didn't feel that guilty. It still happened and I still had a fantastic (laughs) time. Yeah, I know it did. But there was a couple times I was like, oh, I kind of miss Brian. I wish he was here with us yeah well they were very nice as well they reached out and were grateful that you got to spend some time with them and then we're sorry that i missed them and that kind of thing but we did have an amazing dinner and we talk about it a lot which is having our friends in the lifestyle who are genuinely friends who we can just go to dinner with and doing that you know first of all to put this into perspective we were in a very busy place there was nine of us on a big table basically in the center of this restaurant that's bustling uh, in a busy part of vegas And no one around us would have been the wiser. And it's like, you know, you share this intimacy that no one else is aware of, you know. Well, okay. except maybe the server. were aware. Everyone <laughs> was aware because at one point I had my hand, I was seated between the other husband yes. and you, and I am touching both of you. I am rubbing both of your backs. Oh, at I didn't one realize point, that. I have one hand on each of your legs and I'm literally like rubbing up around your cocks oh, at the same time. I didn't notice that at all. So I, no I think anyone watching had at least an inkling that something weird was going on. Yeah. Our server probably had a pretty good idea. He seemed like a sharp cat. You think we're way sneakier than we are. Maybe. Well, I I guess because it's so comfortable for me, I don't notice it. Yeah, that could be. You well, know, I was thinking about it because I was very turned on by it. So, <laughs> Well, I didn't see touching of any sort going on around the table anywhere else. That I, I, I didn't pick it up. No. Oh. So I didn't. And of course, you were to my left and he to your left. So there's no way I would have seen that. But yeah. Well, that I, was happening. <laughs> well, then you probably gave us all away, essentially, is what you're saying. That usually happens. I'm usually the naughtiest one at the table. Yeah, you are not <laughs> conspicuous whatsoever. But yeah, it was a good time. I enjoyed that. And then, of course, like you said, you got to go play, which is always nice. 
nice. And we need to do, and we talked about this, we're going to start doing more of that, which is that we are going to do some separate, you know, not just play, but interaction with people and ex- exploration with people. Yeah. I think is more to the point, right? Have a little bit more autonomy, a little bit more of a separate identity, which I'm sure people listening to the show right now are like, yeah, you guys have been talking about this for literally months. Yeah. Yeah, we know we're fucking bad at it because yeah. the reality is we're best friends. We love being around each other. We also get incredibly comfortable being around each other because we work together and we live together in a small place. Well, we did. Now we're yeah. in a larger area, but yeah, we. I mean, we we're always together. Well, even when we were home, you know, I say home. Even when we were in Montana, we spent, other than our actual jobs, every day together. Yes, it, we spend an inordinate amount of time together. So it's difficult for us. To not be together, but meeting this this couple that we're referencing and our amazing friends, after meeting with them, you know, meeting them and spending so much time with them, it, it has occurred to me that we're not the only people like that because they're the same way. Yeah. Which is why I think we all get along so well. We understand each other. Yes, but I also think that there's a lot of value in us exploring different things. And I yeah. mean, one of the things that we really took away from BFF and from events in the last year period is that we have very different identities when it comes to being in event type environments for sure and that's okay and we don't have to constantly be attached at the hip well that has occurred to us on more than one occasion certainly but i think that being in palm springs last week or a couple weeks ago now definitely kind of strengthened that for me because we do have a different methodology when it comes to interacting in these environments, you know, and all of them are different depending on the event or the party or the place where we find ourselves around, you know, lifestyle people. It's all different. And we behave differently depending on whether we are together or apart. Yes. And so we we definitely have to do a better job of exploring that and kind of using it to our advantage. Yeah. Which we don't do a great job of. Nope. We fucking suck at it, but we're going to start working on it and get better, hopefully. But when we do... It seems to work out really well. Yeah. You know, like what just happened the other night. You know, yep. I went one way, you went the other. You got home before I did. Uh, and then I got back a couple hours after you. It was late. And we had a conversation about what you did, obviously what I did, and just kind of debriefed, which, you know, it worked out really well. Well, it was also fun because it was it's a lot like hot wifing, even though it was with kind of a group of people. Yeah. The fact that you knew nothing of what had gone on. I had this kind of dirty little secret as you're coming home and I get to divulge that to you and seeing the look on your face. It's just it's a very it's like I have this little mystery that I get to share with you. Well, yeah, it, it especially because while we do it a lot, obviously, with the hot wife space, this particular situation was unique. We've never done that before. Another first for us. We've never gone out with a group of people and had either you or me leave with a group of them, you know, to go play. That's not something we've ever done. And so anytime we have the opportunity to try something new or to experience something new, always adds an element of, you know, like you said, mystery and surprise and excitement to everything that we're doing. You know, so now, of course, we're looking for more of that. Yeah, That's I- the problem with us. You know, we experience something, we like it, and we chase it. Yep, absolutely. And I have not asked permission to talk about that specific evening, so I don't know if we're going to talk about it on the show or not. Yeah. But, you know, it might be coming down the pipeline. We'll see. 
Well, like a lot of things, there's a lot going on. Yes. Well, we also have friends in town, friends yeah. that we have had for a couple of years now. The first time we met them was back in Montana, and it's been very cool because we've been able to see them in Montana, and then a couple times in Florida, yeah. and now here in Vegas. And every time we're around them, it's just wonderful. They are some of the most kind, thoughtful, funny, attractive, wonderful people we know in the lifestyle. So we've gotten to hang out with them a couple of different times, and they're here for a little while longer so hopefully we'll see them one more time yeah and the, the cool thing is they they are thinking about potentially relocating here as well which would be fucking awesome oh my god i'm trying to talk them into it i'm like yeah. oh the scenery is so beautiful and the food is amazing and i'm just talking it up every fucking chance i get because i would love to have them here yeah they're they would be a great addition to our world here for sure. So we're looking forward to that. Yeah. Being here has really been, I mean, we've had the opportunity to, to reconnect with some folks that we haven't seen in a long time because of where we are. Yes. That's a big fucking deal. So I want to get to single guy tip of the week because <laughs> I think this is one that people, it's a trap that a lot of single guys yeah. fall into. This is far from the first time that it has happened. I am. It's very common. I'm a hundred percent sure it is not the last time it is going to happen. Probably not the last time it's going to happen today. Probably not. And I also think it's one of those things that I might be a little bit more sensitive to than some other people. So I'm going to explain myself here so that people can really understand where I'm coming from. Okay. okay. So here's the situation. This guy reaches out on Instagram. He's a listener. He's probably listening to the show right now. We may lose him as a listener after this. Hopefully he just learned something. Know. But he reaches out and he's like, I'm a big fan of the show. I'm also located in Vegas. I have a big crush on Brenna. I would love to take you guys out for a cocktail sometime. Like just paying me all sorts of compliments and being a very gracious person in the first few messages. And he's attractive. He sent a face picture. So I was like, this is great. How awesome of this, you know, handsome man to just kind of fall in my lap on fucking Instagram. It's so awesome. And we start talking a little bit more and then it gets to the point where we're actually talking about meeting and he says to me, yeah, you know, I really need it. I've just been so stressed with work lately and when I get stressed, I get horny and I just need it so bad. I was immediately turned off. I could not have dried up any quicker hearing that. Well, the, the problem with it is especially, particularly, is it went from zero to a hundred out of nowhere. Sort of. I mean, there was a little bit of a buildup because there did become a little bit of flirtation and us talking about the potential of us getting together for a drink and what might happen after the drink. So there, it, I wouldn't say it went from zero to 100, but it did take a very sharp left turn because to me it went from, okay, you're paying me compliments, you're making me feel good, you're building up my ego, which we all know I fucking love. Yeah. <laughs> So and vain. It goes from that to I need it, not I want to be with you or I'm excited at the prospect of being with you. Right. It was I need it. I'm stressed and I need my cock in a hole. And it's like, ah, I could not be turned off anymore by that. I just think it's, first of all, I think it's disrespectful, which is obvious. But the other thing is I don't want to feel like your sex toy. We've talked about this so many different times. Couples make me feel like this all the time. But this language from a single guy makes me feel the exact same way. Like yeah. it doesn't matter who I am. It doesn't matter 
who you're sticking your dick in. You just need to stick your dick in something. Yeah, almost like the beginning portion of this conversation or the whole line of conversation was, and it was almost almost like it was bullshit. Like that was just a, a ruse to get you interested. Kind of, yeah. You know? it, it, it sucks. Yeah, we see that very often. That was pretty, it was pretty egregious when you told me about it because we were actually driving when he sent that message. So fucking bizarre that guys make that, I don't know, they let one head think for the other or the wrong head think for the other and they make a fucking sharp turn right off a cliff like what the fuck are you doing well you call it a ruse and that's a possibility he was just trying to kind of i don't even know that it's a malicious thing he was trying to hook me that's a possibility but the other thing that i think is possible and probably more likely based on what i have seen in the conversation is this is a guy who sincerely does listen to the show and likes what i have to say and likes my personality but as soon as conversation starts popping up where it's like the potential of us having sex is there, all of a sudden, all of the blood rushes from the brain straight to the cock. And yeah. it's like you're not even thinking of what you're saying. You're just throwing things out there because you're fucking horny. Yeah. And it's like you think that that's the smart play. I don't understand that. Now, well, I don't think he thinks it's the smart play. I don't think he was thinking. That's my point. Well, yeah. As little <laughs> as he was thinking, that was the thing that came out of his mouth first. I don't I, I'll never get it. I will never get it, especially when a guy does a pretty decent job out of the gate like yeah. he was doing. I was and, interested. Yeah, going down the right path, making the right you know decisions, asking the right questions, saying the right things. And then all of a sudden, boom, it's like you get hit over the fucking head with something and you start talking stupid shit. I, I don't say understand it all that. the time. You know, here's my real tip, because I completely understand getting horned up and saying things that you shouldn't fucking say. OK, if you are overly horny, you should not be messaging someone. Oh, it's you like going shouldn't. to the grocery store hungry. You just. Just don't do it. Exactly. Go fucking jerk it and then come back and answer my message on Instagram. Yeah. Having your hand in your cock while you're messaging me is a bad plan. Yeah. It doesn't make a lot of sense. I And the other thing to me is I think I mentioned this on a previous episode, but I think it's been a very long time. When men use that kind of language with me or people in general use that kind of language with me, it makes me feel like the gross sub sandwich sitting at the grocery store. Like, oh, I'm just hungry. I'm so starving that I need to grab this. Yeah. To satiate myself versus going to like a nice restaurant and having a glass of wine and, you know, filet mignon and the baked potato and all that. You know what I mean? Like, I want to be someone's filet mignon meal with the glass of wine. I don't want to be the fucking sub sandwich at the gas station. You don't want to be the, the eight hour old fucking egg roll at the uh, truck stop? Yeah, no? okay. I am not the old egg roll. I'm the <laughs> fucking filet mignon. And you better make me feel that way or you're never going to get to my pussy. Well, it's funny, though. You know, at least the true colors came out before you actually took the time to decide to meet the guy, 100%. which is you know something that's happened with us before. Obviously, these guys are some guys are pretty good at covering that shit up or stifling it and pushing it down long enough to meet them. And then, of course, you meet them and it's like, holy shit, who is this guy? Well, I've kind of learned, though, to have enough conversation to make sure that that doesn't happen. I mean, the last time that we met someone and they were a total douche when we met them, but they were great digitally. It's yeah. been a long time. Yeah, we were still in Montana. It's been a hot second. Yeah. And I think the main reason for that is because I've learned to go over a couple of days of conversation and having different types of conversation to really feel them out ahead of time. Well, that's just it. A lot of people don't realize, and this is, you know, again, a tip for folks who are vetting single dudes 
kids particularly, don't be in such a rush. Let it, you know, let it simmer for a couple of days, a week, and see if they have the staying power. Yeah. You know, how long can they can they actually hold a conversation? Are they willing to hold conversations that are less than fucking egregious to get to to get to meet you? You would be shocked. Well, you probably wouldn't be shocked, but you might be a little surprised at the number of men that it like the conversation is so great for a couple of days and then all of a sudden out of nowhere I'll get a video of them stroking it or something or a video <laughs> you know or them saying something to- totally off the wall raunchy about eating my ass or I can't wait to stick my dick in that pussy or something and that it comes out of nowhere and what it is I know 100% they wake up with a fucking hard on or they're in the middle of their work or it's 4 o'clock in the morning and they're horny as hell and they're like well that chick I've been talking to I'm totally gonna reach out to her in the most ridiculous way possible because that'll make me feel better while I'm jerking it yeah not a good plan (laughs) not a good plan come on yeah again don't go to the grocery store hungry that's my single guy tip of the week (laughs) don't be stupid so true yeah come back with fucking Oreos and Doritos and shit that you would never normally eat yeah you come back with shit and and you regret it which I'm sure he's going to do very quickly if he hasn't already yeah yeah so just don't do that he absolutely regrets it because I responded back with sorry I'm not interested yeah you know, it just is what it is at this point. And, and of course, he apologized, tried to come back from it. But there's no coming back from it because now if I were to engage with him, all I'm going to be thinking about is, well, do you actually want to have your cock in me or do you just, quote unquote, need it? Yeah, it's like it's like truth serum. Like we already know. Yeah. You know, like you've, you've been already, administered truth serum. We got it. You already showed all of your cards and there's no fucking coming back from it. You can't pick the cards up once I see them. So crazy. Well, on the heels of that, the converse, of course, is the date that you were on this week that we're going to talk about today, which really is kind of, I mean, it is, it's not kind of, it is unique and it's exceptional in that this particular single guy absolutely fucking gets it. And you talk about polar opposite of what we were just discussing. Listen, there are very few men out there like T. There are very few men in the lifestyle like him. He is one of a kind. He is incredibly creative, thoughtful, generous, sexy. And I am so excited to tell this story. This is probably the most unique play session I've had in as long as I can remember. Well, for sure, it's never happened before. Let's just say that. Right. This particular scenario has never happened with us before. I'd be curious to know how many people it's happened with. I cannot imagine it's that many. But, <laughs> I mean, just given the entirety of it. But it really, I got to give him a lot of credit. This was to going way out of his way. This was a lot of effort. It took planning, patience. I mean, it really is the kind of thing that, mits, that lets you know this guy gets it, he understands it, and he's genuinely in this for the the enjoyment of everyone. I think also he's in it for the experiences. For, that's what it's all about. He definitely, this is not a guy who just wants to show up at 10 o'clock at night, have sex and leave and call it a day. This guy put in the time. Very unique. Yeah, it's about creating memories. And t- trust me when I tell you guys, this is a fucking memory. I will remember this for a very long time. For sure. So we're going to share the details of that shortly. But first, we want to say a thank you to the partners of the Front Porch Swingers podcast. Our next partner has a product I literally use every day. In fact, I start my day with it. I started taking Athletic Greens about a year ago because, frankly, I just wasn't feeling my best. I wanted a better immune system. I wanted better gut health. And even with a diet as clean as mine, there was no way I was getting the number of minerals, proteins, nutrients that I really needed, frankly, and wanted. It is absolutely the best way I have found to do it. It tastes great, and it has done amazing things for my performance. 
Athletic Greens was created when the founder experienced a ton of gut health issues and ended up on a complicated supplement routine to recover. It was costing him over $100 a day. Now with Athletic Greens, you're investing in your health and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit at less than $3 per day. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with the convenient daily nutrition you need, especially during the cold and flu season. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com FPS to get started. Again, that is athleticgreens.com FPS to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. This episode of FPS is brought to you by Promescent. You guys have probably heard on multiple episodes of FPS that I'm a big fan of giving and receiving massages, but let me tell you, all massage oils are not created equal. That's why I was so happy to see Promescent's full line of massage oils. They come in amazing scents, but my favorite part about them is they are quality. They don't get sticky, they're not gloppy, and they're also very easy to warm in your hand. They're the perfect viscosity for creating a very very sexual and sensual environment when you're trying to give your loved one or your play partner a lovely massage. Promescent doesn't just stop at the massage oils, though. They also offer lubes, condoms, warming and buzzing gels for us ladies, and so many other products. Head on over to promescent.com today to check out all of their bedroom wellness products. That's promescent, P-R-O-M-E-S-C-E-N-T, Dot com and use our promo code FPS15OFF to get 15% off of your order today. When I tell you guys that this recounting today is unique, I think that is an understatement. In fact, I don't remember the last time I've had an experience quite like this in terms of somebody just really putting in the effort to create a memory. And that's exactly what we're going to talk about. Well, that's really what this is about, right? It's effort. I mean, we kind of, I mean, we touched on it a little bit earlier with kind of single guy tip of the week and, you know, putting in the effort to start a conversation properly or a line of communication properly. This is next level shit. This is somebody who takes the lifestyle seriously, takes the person that he's with seriously, and it just re- kind of indicates a high level of respect, right? I mean, overall, not just for for the the idea of what's about to happen, you know, someone who's playing with another person's partner, consensually, of course, but taking it to the next level. Yes. Yeah. And I think I should describe this man a little bit better than maybe I have in the past, because I think this will give a little bit of insight into kind of who he is and why you know, I enjoy hanging out with him as much as I do. So first of all, this is a man that is older. He's closer to your age and he is very attractive. He is very well put together. He's always dressed so well and he smells so good. And he's just somebody that you, that catches your eye, but also his vibe is fantastic. And I think that that's part of what kind of drew me to him initially. But since then, I've learned so much about him and the way that he wants to interact within the lifestyle. And unique is the perfect word because the vast majority of men in the lifestyle want to have sex and sex only. And that's fine sometimes. I appreciate that sometimes. I enjoy when the guys want to just come over for 45 minutes, bang me out and leave. And then you and I get to reconnect because that's what the lifestyle is primarily about for me at this point in my journey, I'll call it, within the lifestyle. So I appreciate those people too. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that, but 
T is not that guy. He wants to really connect. He wants to understand me. He wants to create experiences that we can share together that bring us closer together. And I appreciate him so sincerely for that. Well, he understands, at least as of the belief, the mindset that getting to know someone and developing kind of a rapport and a relationship and an understanding of who they are does culminate in better sex you yeah. know better connections which is what we were we talk about it all the time which is why i like regular play partners for that reason you know you develop friendships and relationships and rapport with people there's a level of comfort there and he enjoys that as well that's a big part of it for him at least from how you've explained it to me and we first met him at our very first meet and greet when we got here to vegas and i remember when he walked in the room he walked right up to me shook my hand he was super well dressed he had a suit on he was the only other guy in the room with a with a suit on besides myself and he made an entrance and he had a presence about him that really drew people to him unlike a lot of single guys who will walk into an environment like a meet and greet a lifestyle get together and you know they'll do it quietly they're not going to make uh, a lot of waves they're not going to try to introduce themselves to people right away or they're timid or shy or whatever the case may be this guy walked in and, and his presence was known instantly he walked right up to me he walked up to a number of people and introduced himself He's just a confident guy, and and that kind of that explains why this worked out so well, and why I think why he kind of put this date together. So let me talk about this date because when we were initially talking about getting together, and it, for those of you who don't remember exactly who I'm talking about, this is the gentleman that I had the surprisingly rough session with a few weeks back. He does not come across as an aggressive man, and he comes back to my place, and we have this incredibly primal, crazy session together, and I have not seen him since. I've wanted to, but schedules haven't worked out. The holidays happened. New Year's happened. There was just a lot going on, so this was our first opportunity to reconnect since then, and we're talking about the things that we might go and do together, the different types of dates we might go on because again this is not a guy that i'm just gonna invite over and fuck and he's gonna leave well it's not his thing so i wanted to go on a quote-unquote date with him but if i'm gonna choose the date it's gonna be you know we're gonna go have a cocktail or we're gonna go have a cup of coffee i'm not the most uniquely creative person when it comes to these types of things well especially in a situation like this so when he suggested what he suggested, I was like, that is fucking genius. I never in a million years would have come up with it. And I was so fucking excited about it. And also, I'm a total dumbass because I was trying to save it as a surprise for you. I was telling you very little about what this evening yeah. was going to look like because I wanted to come back to you and then have all of it explained to you at the same time because I thought that would be more exciting for you. But I was, I took a nap earlier in the day because I was exhausted. And when I woke up from the nap, I was still deliriously tired and I kind of divulged what the secret yeah, you was. You blurted it out without realizing it. You're like, oh, I'm going to be late. I'm like, late for what? <laughs> so basically his idea was for us to go to a drive-in movie and get in the back seat and fool around while the movie was going on, which... I was so turned on by for multiple reasons. First of all, I do have a little bit of an exhibitionist streak in me. I do kind of enjoy putting on that show and for sure. having kind of some level of attention on me. I will also say that I thought back to when you were in Nashville. You went on a trip to Nashville. Yes. And I was back in Montana by myself and I went out with this guy. We had a cocktail and then we went to the my car right. and played in the back seat. Yes. Now, I did not have sex with him, but I, I was super turned on in that moment of like sucking his cock and 
it was dark and the chances yeah. of us being seen were very limited. Yeah, you, you were, well, you were off of Main Street and down our old downtown, which is not bustling by any stretch of the imagination, but you could have been seen. And I had completely forgotten about that. Yeah. And I kept thinking of that time when T was telling me about this date. I'm like, yes, that was such an amazing time for me because I was ridiculously turned on by the experience by the idea of someone could walk up and see okay so <laughs> as soon as he tells me this i'm thinking of that experience i'm like yes i want to be the exhibitionist for the night i want to do that semi-public thing very sexy to me the other part of it though was that whole drive-in movie thing is like a fantasy right i always thought back to i i immediately thought back to when i was in high school and i used to go to the movie theater and sit in the very last row with my boyfriends right and we'd make out with each other and they grope me and i mean of course nothing overtly sexual was going on but it was kind of this naughty little thing we were doing we couldn't do it at home because we obviously were with our parents so we were away from them and being able to kind of act out in a way and i thought of that too it kind of took me back to like my younger years i don't know it was very nostalgic well first of all you like you said you were half out of it when i said hey it's you know you got to get up you got to get ready for your date and you're like yeah i can't be late for the movie i went movie what are you doing <laughs> so of course the first thing i think is you're going to a movie theater somewhere and going to attempt to have sex in a movie theater it has been a hot second since i've done that you've and, had sex in a movie theater oh yeah many times <gasps> what many times yeah absolutely. when was the first time like when you were in high school oh for sure yeah, for you sure. actually had penetrative sex or just oral? No, no, I had penetrative sex. As a matter of fact, it was during, uh, I think, the original Freddy Krueger movie, if I'm not mistaken. Holy yeah, shit. Yeah, Nightmare on Elm Street. I'm pretty sure it was the first one. That's ballsy. Yeah, who gave a fuck back then? I didn't care. Oh, yeah, it's, it's a little bit different time. That's a very yeah. fair point. <laughs> yeah, I Sometimes I forget we're 20 years apart. <laughs> yeah, it didn't matter to me. I even remember the girl's name, which I'm not going to mention on the show. But <laughs> Probably for the best. Yeah, probably. Not that she would probably ever hear it. but Probably not. But, yeah, that's, it, that's the first thing I thought of. I'm like, well, that's pretty fucking ballsy <laughs> then of course you have to go into you have to explain to me to some degree once you kind of shook the cobwebs off you're like no we're going to a drive-in i'm like where the fuck is the drive-in yeah that was my second question it never even occurred to me that there was one here yes so i thought okay this is going to be really fucking interesting and then the the next thing i thought was well how fucking creative of this guy to come up with that that's that this isn't like your typical hot wife date. That's a big fucking deal. First of all, he had to drive here to pick you up. He's 30 minutes away. You had to drive 40 minutes the other direction to get to this fucking place. Yes. That's a lot. That's a time commitment. Yeah, we'll talk about that because it was more than just that, too. He's so fucking thoughtful. So anyway, we're planning this date. He comes to pick me up, which I also thought was very sweet because he lives very close or I should say much closer to the movie than than I do. So right. he was really going out of his way. He picks me up. He looks fantastic. Even though he's like casual, he looks great. He's always so well put together. He has this nice kind of button down thing going on and nice jeans and nice shoes. He just looks great. So I get in, he gets in, we kind of kiss a little bit. He puts his hand on my leg and immediately I'm comfortable. He looks at the navigation. We have fucking 45 minutes to drive to get to this place. But it was kind of nice because we're in the car together for all that time, obviously, just doing nothing but catching up. And there was no flirtation really during that time. I mean, his hand was on me or my hand was on him. But for the most part, it was just very, very friendly. There was not a lot of 
overt flirtation going on. So 45 minutes later, we finally arrive at the drive-in and it is so freaking cool and retro. I mean, everything is like in this retro brown. There's, I think, five different screens and you kind of drive into these little corrals for each different screen. And we purposefully chose an R-rated movie. He actually gave me the choice and I thought to myself, I'm going to choose the rated R movie because then at least there's no chance of children being around. <laughs> well, you, you would like to think so anyway. Also, you chose was a movie that you didn't have any interest in seeing. Yeah, for sure, because I figured we'd probably be banging most yeah, of the so time. Yeah, so who gives a shit? Yeah. But the the place was freaking cool. I mean, I haven't been to a drive-in since I was in high school. Yeah, it's and been a long time for me. It did. It brought back all of these memories. It was incredibly nostalgic. I'm thinking back to, you know, my friends and I going to the drive-in when we were kids and all of that kind of stuff. So it was very, very cool. We go in, we find a spot, and he kind of parked in an area where I was like, okay, there's... If people come, there's going to be a lot of people here. It was not off to the side in kind of its own little area. It was pretty much right smack dab in the middle of of all the action. Yeah, it's it's tough to hide in a drive-in. So I'm like, the ones I've been to anyway. (laughs) What the fuck? This is, okay, already my heart's kind of beating a little bit. I'm overthinking things a little bit. I will also say, once again, back to the thoughtfulness of tea. This man didn't just think of taking me to the drive-in and we show up and we're at the drive-in. He packed two coolers, one with hummus in it and sausage and cheese and all these other snacks. He packed another cooler with, he specifically bought me something that he thought I'd really like, which I freaking did. It was like this blood orange spritzer thing, packed himself a couple of beers. I mean, he really thought about all of this, prepared, went so out of his way to pack these two coolers and... I was so blown away by that. Then in the back, we we kind of push the seats all the way up so that we can have as much room in the back as possible. And we position the chairs as far forward as they'll go so we can see the screen. Yeah. And in the back seat, he has a blanket. He has two pillows. He has a boom box so that we can have it close if we do decide to watch the movie and hear all the sound. I mean, this is somebody who took some real fucking time to impress and he really did impress me yeah listen that's like i said it's a lot of work a lot has to go into that and again it's a huge time commitment 45 minutes each way you got the length of the movie of course if you stayed for the entire length of the movie there was a and you were you were gone for a a measurable period of time it was late before you got home but man that's that's a lot of preparation very few guys are going to that fucking length of trouble so we get this the back all set up like a little slumber party. We have the blanket, we have the two pillows, we have the boom box going. The movie hasn't even started yet and our hands are creeping on each other. Well, I for mean, sure. He is kind of reaching over and feeling on my tits. He is totally a tit man. I will say that much. So <laughs> he's feeling on them already. And I'll also say I need to say what I wore because I was very strategic in what I wore. Yeah, no panties. Shocker. Yeah. No, I wore a dress that was fairly short with no panties because my whole thing was I'm not going to wear jeans and have to try to peel jeans off of myself in a backseat or put them back on way worse yeah how the hell do you get it over your big ass without standing up not easy it's not fucking for you hard yeah. plus they're tight i wore freaking tight jeans so yeah that would have been tough so i wore a dress no panties i also wore a bra that was low cut enough that i could kind of just flop my tits out if i wanted to i was just thinking of easy access and yeah. i i also wore these legging things under my boots and I just, I felt sexy. Well, it's because you could take them and they become thigh highs, basically, is yes. what you did. Yep. Yeah. 
Yeah, and I have a couple pairs of them. I actually wore them the next day to the other pairs. So <laughs> I apparently really enjoy those things. But he was, of course, remarking on it. And because it was so easy to kind of touch everything, once hands started going all over, it was very evident very quickly that I was not wearing panties and that my tits were very accessible. <laughs> well, you were you were pretty fucking accessible when you left the house because you showed me. Obviously, I could see what you were wearing and then I could tell you weren't wearing panties because you rarely do. And I thought, yeah, that makes sense for what you're about to embark on because anything more more than that's going to be problematic, especially if for whatever reason you got to get dressed really quickly or kind of get yourself together quickly. Okay, so at like first, if the fucking movie theater police show up. Yeah, we were probably about. 15 to 20 minutes early for the movie so when we were first there and we got in the back seat and we're kissing on each other and touching on each other there's nobody around we are the only ones on this particular screen and there was a part of me that was like okay this is awesome (laughs) because i think that he kind of wanted to have the mystery of no not knowing if someone was gonna see or those types of things i didn't necessarily want that i wanted to be able to focus on him focus on the fun so when people started showing up, I started getting fucking weird. <laughs> yeah, listen, it would be it would be a little bit of a concern for me. You know, you think back to when you were a kid, you didn't give a shit. I never care when I was a kid. What are you going to do? You know, but as an adult, it's like, oh, fuck, do I really want to get caught doing this? is going to be fucking embarrassing. Yeah. You know? I, do I get arrested? Do I just get kicked out? Like, what yeah, the fuck we're in happens? Vegas, probably not. <laughs> But the windows in the backseat were tinted. Obviously, we had all the lights off. So I was fairly certain no one could see in, but there was still that thought sitting in the back of my mind. Well, also, let's be fair. You were not the only ones fucking at that movie theater. Oh, I'm sure not. So that's something to be considered as well. (laughs) I am sure not. Also, it was during the week. So I would think that, you know, during the week, if you want to fuck at the drive-in, that's the best time to go. Kind of like going shopping at the mall on a Tuesday afternoon. Well, you'd think that, but there were quite a few people, I would say. So anyway, we are, I'll I'll paint this particular scene for you. He is feeling on my pussy. I start taking my tits out. He is basically fingering me while he starts sucking and biting on my nipples. He's using one hand on my pussy, then one hand to kind of grab each tit and put it in his mouth. And so, I mean, it's getting pretty hot and heavy. The windows are starting to steam up. Yeah. He stops playing with my pussy at one point and just grabs me and starts making out with me while he's grabbing on my tits. I mean, it is really heating up. And I was very turned on because he is fantastic with his mouth, with his hands. This man knows what he's doing. He knows what is going to feel good. And he does it for a very long time. Has the movie even started yet? (laughs) No, no, the movie hasn't even started yet. But then there was one point when this car drives up next to us and I immediately panic and he's like, they're not going to be able to see in here. We're totally fine. And that it did kind of throw things off a little bit for me. So I was like, okay. The car pulls around at one point and acts like it's leaving. And I was like, oh my fucking God, they're going to go turn us in. We're going to get fucking kicked out of here. And he's like, you are being ridiculous. (laughs) Yeah, I'm sure it happens all the fucking time. (laughs) They did not turn us in, spoiler. Did you ask him? I mean, obviously he's done this before. Right? Did you ask him? Did you say, is this like... I did not ask him if he's brought other women to the drive-in. Well, I would be like, well, if you've done this before, surely there's a, you know, you have a methodology here and I'll just follow suit. If it's something you've already done, you probably got it down pat. Well, I didn't, I did not think to ask him that. So Okay. Anyway, so the car leaves, then we're kind of by ourselves again. I start sucking on his cock. At this point, the movie's starting. The previews are at least on. They come on the little FM radio that we have in there. And... 
I am sucking on his cock and it's really fucking hot. And I'm like, I want you to fuck me because now the car is gone and I'm comfortable again, right? So he puts on a condom. I lay on my back and he starts fucking me. And it is fucking hot because, I mean, I'm crunched up against this fucking window. And here's this hot man who has this beautiful cock, by the way. And he's sliding into me and the windows are starting to fog up at this point because I mean we've been kissing and our hot I mean we're literally sweating and it's cold out it is not warm it's probably 45 degrees because the sun has already gone down yeah so you would not think we'd be sweating in this car but with so much sucking and touching and kissing and everything going on we're literally fogging up the windows to the point that I look up and the previews are playing but I can't see them at all well it's a small space that you're heating up it's not going to take very long with that kind of fucking body heat and that kind of action is he <laughs> Dress? Does he have clothes on? I mean, obviously his pants are off. But. He still has his shirt on, and uh, yeah, I think that was it. Yeah, well, listen, you're in a situation, you're in a hot box. You're creating fucking heat. That's exactly what you're doing. You're creating body heat. I'm not surprised you were sweating. So he's pushing into me, and he's grabbing onto my tits at one point, and this, I fucking love this. He started talking dirty to me and saying things to me that I think he knew I would fucking love. He does listen to the podcast. So I don't know if that's been part of it. Maybe. But he starts saying like all the fucking right things. And I instantly feel myself getting wetter as soon as he starts saying them. Like he's like, are you going to be my little slut tonight? And clearly. And do I get to use you tonight? And I'm like, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and he's just fucking me and then we stop for a minute and he pulls off the condom and another car pulls up literally right next to us not an exaggeration right next to us and i'm like fuck so <laughs> we're touching on each other again there's one point that he's like in my lap basically and he has his hand just around each of my tits and he starts sucking on them and i'm jerking his cock while he's sucking on my tits and the car next to us all of their lights come on and they look directly at our car like they got out of the car? No, they didn't get out of the car, but all of their lights go on in the car. There's two people clearly in the front seat, and I can see them looking at our car. Right. And I'm like, oh my fucking God, we got caught. We are fucking caught. So I tell him to stop, and he's like, are you freaked out? I was like, kind of. <laughs> I just got so fucking in my head about it. And I feel bad because he was clearly so into it. I think he liked the idea of like, we could get caught. Well, of course. Otherwise, I don't think he would have came up with this plan. <laughs> so I felt bad that I was being a fucking cock block. But so we took a break. We sat, we're watching part of the movie. He hands me one of the spritzers. He has a beer. We're just sitting there chilling, watching the movie. We're still kind of touching on each other. He leans over every once in a while to kind of touch on my tits or, you know, reach over and grab me by the neck and start kissing me. Very confident touches always, which I fucking love. And I'm feeling him and I'm like, I want, I want to fuck this man. I want his cock inside of me again. <laughs> so it does not take very long before we're heavy petting again. And he kind of finds places for each of our drinks to go so that he can jump all over me again. And this was incredibly hot. So there's one point that he is sitting up against kind of the other 
car door, the driver's side, but in the back seat, right. that door. And he spreads his legs and I get in between them. So I'm basically like, I have one leg on the seat and one leg off and I'm, I'm angled towards him so right. that I can have full access to his cock. Right? right. And I'm stroking it and I'm sucking it. And then I use both hands to stroke it and we're dirty talking with each other. I lean up and I start kissing him while I'm stroking his cock. And then I'm just getting into it again. I completely almost forget get that we're in a drive-in and have a car right next to us right and the windows start fogging up again and i start sucking on his cock and he basically is pushing my head down on his cock which i don't like unless i feel very comfortable with you and unless we have that rapport with him and once i have that rapport i should say i fucking love it i love that control i love when someone else kind of makes me feel used it is kink for me well clearly he's been listening then well yeah so he is pushing me down on his cock and and literally at one point i can feel the car shaking Okay, keep in mind, guys, there are cars all around us. Not all around, but there's one right next to us. There's one maybe three spots over from us. There's a couple behind us. So if our car starts shaking, people are going to fucking see. Well, it's funny because we just talked about this, I think, the other night about what people pay attention to or what we think people pay attention to. Most people don't give a fuck because they're either doing the same thing or they're completely oblivious. Yeah, that's probably very true. It was, I was very much in my head about it. But I mean, I'm literally going so hard with my mouth up and down on his cock and he's pushing me up on down, up and down on it that there is no doubt that the car was shaking. Yeah, I'm sure. I mean, listen, if someone's looking for it, they're going to see it. No doubt. But I think most people are either up to the same fucking shenanigans you are or don't give a fuck. So then he starts playing with my pussy again, makes me come very quickly and very hard. And again, I'm kind of trying to stifle some moans because I'm not going to freaking scream in the drive-in. Yeah, that was what I was wondering was how you were able to control that because you're not quiet under normal circumstances. I can be quiet when I need to be quiet. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to say whom, but somebody was staying with us in our house one time and we had sex upstairs and they were downstairs yes. and I was very quiet. Yeah, So I true. can be if I have to be. I just don't like to be. Yeah, you got to consciously do it. I want, yeah, I want to be able to just let it out and let loose. But yeah, I mean, I was definitely kind of trying to stifle and not that I wasn't moaning at all, but I was just being a lot more quiet than I usually would be. Right. So he makes me come with his hands and then I go back to sucking his cock a little bit and then I'm like, I need you to fuck me again. And he's like, absolutely. So he puts on another condom. I get back on my back. He enters me again and fuck. I love the way that he touches me while he's fucking me because it's not just about aggression. There's a lot of guys that if I tell them I like it rough, right. it's immediately like, okay, I'm just going to grab as hard as I can and I'm going to manhandle you the whole time. And that's not really what rough sex means to me, at least not good rough sex. Right. To me, there's like a buildup and there's harder pressure with softer pressure and being able to kind of go back and forth and have a rhythm to it is much more enjoyable. And that's exactly what he is doing. So for example, he's kind of grabbing onto one of my tits and there's one point when he's grabbing onto my ass from the back and then we I kind of position myself a little bit to the side almost and put my leg up and he's spanking my ass but then he grabs it again and then goes back to kind of rubbing it so there's a lot of motion going on this guy really understands how to touch me and how to make it an incredibly pleasurable experience for me on top of the fact that he has a phenomenal cock and it's just going in and out and it feels so fucking good well it's also this is a guy 
guy who's quite comfortable in situations like this. Obviously, he had no qualm with doing this kind of public display for the most part, or semi-public, I should say. And so he was super fucking confident, or I don't think he would have done this. You know, this is a this was bold, man. This is a bold move, especially yeah. for a second date. Yeah, no joke. So anyway, he stops fucking me, and we kind of sit there, and he's like, I can tell you're in your head. And I'm like, I am totally fucking in my head, because all I'm thinking about is the fact that there is no fucking way that this car is not rocking side to side right now. Oh, for sure it is, yeah. So we stop and we kind of do watch the movie for a little bit. And keep in mind, this all happened. We got there about 20 minutes before the movie started. We're probably 30 minutes into the movie now. So this is like less than an hour of us being there. We have already, I've already sucked his cock. He's already licked my pussy. He's already fucked me twice. I mean, there's a lot going on in a small amount of time. Right. So we just stop and we watch a good portion of the movie. It actually was a fairly good movie. I didn't think I'd like it, but... We watch a good portion of the movie, but while the movie is going on, there's still this sexual tension going on between us. For sure. He's still reaching over and kind of feeling on my tits every once in a while. He had put his boxers back on, but I'm still kind of feeling his cock over his boxers once in a while, and he's getting hard again. So there was a lot of teasing going on during the second kind of half of this whole thing. Right. And that was really, really fun, too, because that made me feel like I really was back in high school, you know, like once the fucking was over, because I wasn't fucking in high school. unlike you. (laughs) Whatever. But I was a good kid in high school. I'm not judging. I'm just saying I was the innocent one. So I definitely wasn't fucking at the drive in. I I was was not 16. So, yeah. But the heavy petting and those types of things made me feel like I was back in high school. It was that very kind of youthful feeling. And I loved that. And it was also very flirtatious. He's leaning over and kissing me every once in a while. I'm rubbing on his arm, rubbing on his leg. And that was also a reminder for me of how comfortable I am with this man. Because there are very few people I can think of that I played with that I would be that cool going back and forth between the action and kind of the, I don't want to call it non-action, but let's say less action. Well, again, that's, I think why a lot of times we, you and I gravitate to people that we genuinely like and and want to hang out with, Yeah, you know, to do that, you've got to like the person. It's not like somebody you're having a a difficult time getting through a meal with because you just aren't into them. Right. You know, that's a fucking awkward place to be. Right. You know, so again, bold on his part to... I don't think it's really a presumptuous thing, but he felt confident enough, I guess, after your initial meeting that this was going to go well. I mean, that's a high level of confidence. And listen, high sexual IQ, let's face it, that's a that's ballsy. So we're getting towards the end of the movie and we can both tell the movie's kind of almost wrapping up and I can feel him getting hard again. I kind of just reached over, touched his cock a little bit and he's getting hard and he's like, do you want to suck my cock one more time? And I'm like, absolutely I do. So he whips his cock out. I'm sucking his cock again. I'm in between his legs. I'm rubbing my hands up and down his thighs and I'm using, then I kind of use my hands to stroke his cock and then I stop and we just kind of made out for a second and it was kind of just this perfect ending to the evening. He didn't come But I was okay with that, and I think he was too. And it was nice to just be able to, like, have this one last little connection. And then we watched the end of the movie, and then that was the end of it. And the other thing I love is we drive home. He drives me home, and we're talking, and we go straight back to, you know, having meaningful conversation. We're not talking about sex. We're not talking about anything to do with what had just happened we're having a very kind of meaningful interesting deep conversation and so to me this is somebody who's very multifaceted he obviously is has he's amazing in bed i mean 
or in the car. Yeah, <laughs> He's amazing wherever his cock is out <laughs> or his fingers and mouth are. So there's that part of it. But also this is somebody who's intellectual. This is somebody who wants an intellectual connection. There's just a lot of layers there. And I think that's why this evening was as awesome as it was. Because yes, he put a lot of effort into the date. But if this had been another guy that I didn't have that kind of cerebral connection with and he'd put in all this effort, we'd done this date, okay, maybe we would have had some fun in the backseat, but then it would have been awkward. I know myself well enough to know it would have been fucking awkward. That's not what this situation was. I was so comfortable. I was so at ease with him. And I just appreciate him so much for that. Yeah, you you can make a situation pretty awkward pretty quickly. So, the I fact did it that, all the fucking time. Yeah, the fact that it wasn't is kind of a big thing. And the conversation you guys had on the way back to him dropping you off lent itself to the kind of person that he is. He's got a real interest in potentially having kind of a regular thing and, and you know, getting to know someone better on a, on a deeper level and, and having that connection with a play partner. That's a big fucking deal. Right, not just the sex. Somebody who yeah. he can really have experiences with and somebody who he can kind of grow with as a sexual person. And I feel very fortunate that he wants to hang out with me because the reality is he's an attractive, well put together man who I'm sure has a lot of different options available to him. And he wanted to really spend the evening with me. This wasn't just a 45 minute one and done thing. I was with this guy for like four hours. Yeah. And you connected with him more digitally anyway. Again, he reached out to you that evening, I think, right? And you guys have been in communication the entire time. So he's he's a guy that definitely understands the importance of staying connected if, if you genuinely want to continue moving forward in this space with someone. Yeah. Yeah, so that was my evening with T at the drive-in, my naughty, slutty drive-in experience, and I fucking loved it. Yeah, it was unique, man. I was really impressed with that. So I come home and I tell you all about it, and the look on your face was different than I think it usually is because I think you're always interested in hearing about my sexual escapades with other people, but like I said, this one was very unique. So yeah. you're really asking a lot of like detailed questions that don't really even have to do with the sex. It's more so, well, how are you feeling? You know, what were your thoughts going through your head? And that was also really fun for me because it just felt like a new experience for you and I. Yeah, because I was thinking the entire time how I would feel during that experience. You never would have done that. It would have thrown me, <laughs> not at this point. I mean, like I said, when I was a kid, I didn't give a shit, but it would be very complicated for me now to get my head around doing that in such a public place. Although it sounds like, I guess, fortunately, it just wasn't that busy. And again, it may have been by design on his part. He probably had some idea of just how, you know, occupied this place was going to be. Yeah. So I don't, whatever the case was, whatever his plans were, it worked out. I mean, granted, I was a little bit in my head, but we still had a fabulous evening, as I'm sure you guys can tell. Yeah. So, so what was, is there a plan for you to see him again? Or what does that look like? And and listen, how do you top that? What's, what's next, I guess, would be my question for him. What is it, what's he going to do to improve on date number two? when it comes to date number three. It's going to be pretty tough, I would think. Well, I think I don't think that that's necessarily even what we're thinking of. We're not trying to top the last time. Right. Honestly, I just think he's fucking cool. I would do anything that he wanted to go do for the most part. I just think he's cool. Yeah. I mean, we talked about going to like the Pinball Hall of, Hall of Fame, which you and I have done together. Very but cool. yeah. I think it'd be cool to go do something that's so super vanilla and there's nothing sexual on the radar and then fuck afterwards. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, absolutely. Like a you know traditional kind of date situation. Yeah, he's that guy. There's no doubt.
out. I would be surprised if something like that wasn't uh, in his wheelhouse. I mean, listen, he set this up a lot of time, a lot of effort, and who knows, four hours of time driving back and forth. This this is a guy whose his intentions are very clear. He wants something more meaningful than just a typical hookup, uh, regardless of what that may be, whether it's a hot wife situation or not. It's that's what he you know that's what he's looking for something that makes sense for him and, and is a little bit more meaningful. So we did talk a little bit more about this on our bonus episode. We recorded it before we got on to record this today. So if you're wanting a little bit more in-depth explanation of some of the things going on, we would love for you to check that out. We also talk, we've had a lot of questions recently about poly for us, what that might look like. And we talk about that on the bonus episode as well, because I think we're kind of in an interesting spot with that. So if you guys want to hear what that looks like for us and what our thoughts are on, you know, the potential of us becoming poly down the road, you should definitely check out this week's bonus episode of Front Porch Swingers. We offer it as an exclusive bonus for our Patreon members. And we also want to give a thank you to the newest members of our Patreon community, who this week are Lindsay, Elizabeth, Steve, Velvet Jones 78 and Dave. Thank you guys so much for jumping on board with us. We sincerely appreciate it. And if you guys want to start receiving those bonuses, as well as jump into our Telegram group, our favorite part of our bonuses, head on over to patreon.com slash front porch swingers today. You can also find the naughtier stuff on our OnlyFans. I have been doing a ton of custom content on there and it's been so fun. I've been able to flex all of my creative muscles and do some really fun naughty stuff on there. Plus, I have a play session scheduled that will be showing exclusively on OnlyFans. So head on over to OnlyFans.com slash Front Porch Swingers to get all of that fun. Make sure you find us on social media. We're on Twitter at FP Swingers and Instagram at FPS Pod Media. And now TikTok at Front Porch Swingers. And we also have our YouTube channel called Front Porch Swingers. And guys, we also officially have our Phoenix Hot Wife event available for ticketing. So you guys can go hop on there. If you're in the Phoenix area or if you want to travel to Phoenix, members.frontporchswingers.com. You can find all of our future events, including that Real Hot Wives of Phoenix event that is happening April 2nd. And don't forget about the Hot Wives of Denver event on March 19th. It is shaping up to be absolutely fucking amazing. We have some awesome people already headed that way and in attendance. Do not miss out on that. Yes, again, members.frontporchswingers.com for all of our event information. And I think that's what we have for you guys this week. We have so much fun coming up to share with you guys. And thank you so much for listening. Thanks, everybody.